Okay, you're listening to episode 170 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the Amazon banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen. We'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. Who's the casino? Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Barrage. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? Gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. We got a hell of a show this week. We got some announcements. 360 Vegas Vacation 2's a lock. We've got uh, some listener feedback. I'm psyched for this. But before we get started... We do have one major announcement. I guess, I don't know if it's a major announcement. I guess it's it's significant that we have to point it out. Brian is once again stepping away from the show for a period of time as life has gotten in the way as it tends to do. So uh, he doesn't anticipate being gone nearly as long. Angela's not pregnant or anything right now. He's just got got some got some grown-up things to take care of and uh, doesn't have time to, to play my games so angela's not pregnant not we yet need to do we need to do something about now, that what we don't need to do, he needs to do something about that <laughs> but uh speak for yourself back uh back by popular demand we have scott from vital vegas aka dribble glass welcome back friend well thank you so much for having me and i i think this proves that regular watching of forensic files helps because the poison I've been slipping into Brian's uh, milk has obviously been taking effect, so I get to guest host again. Well, what? What? Well done. I've always said if you want to become an expert at uh, at murdering or any kind of crime, just watch various news agencies, CNBC, any kind of stuff like that. They'll they'll show you all the things to not do. Make That's you better. True. Make you better. Forensic files is awesome because they actually, they pretty much talk about the specific poisons. Everybody kind of uses the same ones. Like it gets a little repetitious. It's like lazy. everybody reads yeah. the same website about how to poison <laughs> your spouse. And, and it's always this kind of like, they put it in their, their orange juice or their milk or whatever. And it's, you know, right, it's, it's pretty... obviously traceable, but somewhere somebody's spreading a rumor that it's not. Right. <laughs> right. Anyway, thanks for having me back. It's it'll I'll be an interesting few weeks. I promise to drink more next time because I I get a lot more interesting when I'm when I'm drunk. Well, we shall see, sir. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> Actual results may vary. Hey, <laughs> we're gonna start off the show as I like to do with Random Vegas. Yes. When Circus Circus opened, one of the games was a dunking booth. But when you hit the target, a woman lying on a bed lost her top. We got that from. At Vital Vegas. Oh, I love Vital Vegas. You know what's so, so interesting to me about Circus Circus is so many people understand that Circus Circus is, oh, it's the first family-friendly casino. That isn't how it opened. That is not how it opened at all. It just became that when Jay stepped away and then, uh, fuck, help me out here. Who's the guy that took it over? The, the uh, next guy. 
the next guy. Thanks. That's why <laughs> you're. I don't know. How do I? I don't know anything about Vegas. All I know is about any trivia relating to women's tops coming off. That's my one area of expertise. I'm so ashamed of myself that I can't think of it. The the bills. It's the bills. Two bills. God, you're killing. I know you know the fucking answers. What pisses me off. <laughs> the great thing about being quiet is people never know if you actually know the answer right. or if you. Uh, what I think is interesting about I know you were in the middle of a thought, but uh, the thing about Circus Circus is people have been talking about it potentially being the next property to be shut down or possibly knocked over. But I don't think it's going to happen. It's I, not going I think anywhere. they have a segment of their client base that I'm not sure can be evenly spread over the other properties. There's really no good fit because the people that go to Circus Circus have a very, very specific goal in mind. And if you're, if you're traveling with kids, those little bastards, you got to figure out a way to occupy them for six hours a day, every waking hour. See, I can see if they just completely shut it down, that Excalibur has, has the... They're set up to properly uh, cater to those people, but you still can't match the Adventure Dome, so... Yeah. yeah, does Excalibur have a midway or something? Yeah, or? they got like a gaming area, but it's oh. uh, like an arc, like a giant monster arcade. But it's still not. I mean, the Adventure Dome is still the Adventure Dome, man. Yeah, that's. You don't find domes or adventures at other no other Las Vegas no. properties. What if you could just relocate it? <laughs> like I could see if they just shut it down completely. If they shut down Circus Circus completely, but if you're gonna wipe it out and rebuild it, it's it's like you're just looking for an excuse to spend money. Like that place is going to keep making the kind of money that it's going to make. It's not. It's it's not going anywhere. The only next logical step for them is to eventually die, if if that time ever comes. Yeah, I mean, if there's a boom, another huge boom, we're in a mini mini boom right now. But if there's another large boom, I could see them going, "Hey, we we could totally exploit this." Yeah, I don't know if we're going through a mini boom. I don't boom. think we're so. going through a lot of uh, speculated changes and yada yada. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, let's wait until something is actually built. Yes. But it is interesting that they had a thing where the woman's top flew off. I that, to... that whole Midway thing. I, Bennett. Bill Bennett. God damn it. I knew eventually I'd get it. Yeah, I knew uh, that. Bill, you, <laughs> Why didn't you ask? Bill, <laughs> when Bill Bennett and uh, I, would, yeah, I can't remember the other Bill's name, but when they took it over, it became family friendly. But before that, it was meant to be a circus for adults. And that's a perfect example. That's right. I know hey, we're going to skip right over to the Vegas Mate Review of the Week. This week's review is Mike's 528 review of Vidara. Gave it three out of five chips. Mike says it's a nice place and a great value. A very easy walk to Bellagio, Aria, and Cosmo. Only reason it's not four chips is because... I know it's Aria. Only reason it's not four chips is because of constant problems with room keys not working. To their credit, they did upgrade my final night, but I think they could have gone an extra mile for as many trips to the desk as I made in four days. Overall, I'd recommend it to anyone that wants a nice room at a reasonable price, and I'd stay there again if that's where my group wanted to stay, but I probably wouldn't go out of my way to stay there again with so many other options I haven't explored. Hey, I would never stay at a property that doesn't have a casino attached to it. I can't wrap my head around that. I am with you. Yeah. Totally. I, I guess I understand if you're going to be like, I don't know, if you just want to kind of find a cheap-ass place, but the Aria is not a cheap-ass place. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't get it at all. Now, the good news is, I think the Cromwell now has a 
keyless entry system where you can use your phone, yeah, you use your phone to get right? into your room so yeah. there's no more uh, hopefully not this no key working in, in upcoming months and years because I think people are just going to be getting on board with using their phone Pretty to much, get into yeah. their room. Now that you've got fingerprint scanners and all that, I see everything going to your phone. You know what they should do? They should they should have like a penis scanner because be, technically a penis is one of the more unique body parts. Go so you on. can just walk, it's Vegas, right? You walk up to your <laughs> I was gonna totally. I was gonna give you as much rope as you needed. <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is it's Vegas. You gotta do something a little different. Yeah. <laughs> Look, not every comedic premise is gonna fly. <laughs> I like your out of the box thinking or out of the pants thinking. They could call it the Wii Key. Nice. Or the I don't know. The Wii Wii. Anyway. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to the twit pick of the week. Over the course of time, religious philosophers have speculated what one will see when they arrive at the pearly gates. Most have described it as a boring, drafty space populated by clouds and 24-7 reality TV. I've always thought these concepts of eternity sounded boring and unappealing, but this week, once again, Vegas has given me hope for something better. At underscore lucky45 shared a picture of what paradise, should it actually exist, must be like in the form of Caesar's Palace, a vision of a celestial kingdom I can get behind. Never has the here, I almost said heretofore after. <laughs> Never has the hereafter been so dreamy, inviting you with classic sculpture, water features, and the promise of a better life set in an apocalyptic, ethereal setting. If beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy, then surely this picture challenges conventional wisdom and confirms that while it may not be Caesar's Palace, clearly his kingdom is in Las Vegas. As always, we'll link the twit pic of the week to our blog, put it on our Flickr and Pinterest page, featured on our Facebook and Google Plus pages, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of, of our podcast. You, you say nothing because there's nothing to be said. <laughs> <laughs> I love writing those monologues. You are a great writer. I love the uh, the mood of the photo. Looks like there's a little HDR happening in the cloud area, yep. and uh, that's a that is one of the more iconic places to stand for a photo in Las Vegas. Well, it I really personally is. have shot it a thousand times when oh. I was working at Caesars. It's just one of those places that whether you like the property or not, there's only one place on this planet where you can find that. It's true. And this, have you ever been to the shrine at Caesar's Palace? Speaking of photogenic shrine, um, I don't know. I, I'm not familiar with something referred to as the shrine. Give me more details. It's an actual shrine. It is by Serendipity. Three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That thing. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, the Brahma yep. uh, shrine. Yeah, they, I used to um, when I was doing their blog. I'd occasionally drop in a joke about it and. My, oh my, did they not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, shrines are, have some religious meaning right. for some people. <laughs> so, it's an action, it's, uh, I think it was imported from the Far East. If I recall correctly, they brought it in for some celebration like they do for like Chinese New Year's and stuff like that, and it just became too much to get rid of like like i think they got rid of it for a time and people complained about it or something and they brought it back and just left it there because if you think about it it doesn't really fit <laughs> it doesn't really make sense that it's there it doesn't fit in with the roman theme or or any of the architecture around the area it, it just doesn't it doesn't fit luckily it's vegas and pretty much everything 
clashes with each other, at least when you look from one space to across the street. That is true. Now, here's a little Mark trivia. Ooh. We're going to test your Las Vegas knowledge. Bring it. Ready? Bring it. <laughs> All right. So speaking of statues, there are a number of places at Caesar's Palace that you can rub for good luck. Mm-hmm. I think when I put the... I put a list together, it had maybe six or seven things that you can rub for good luck. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any? And if so, how many can you think of? My pants. No, I I, I know about the Blarney Stone, but that's, that's, that's pretty much all I can think of. Well, good. Then I, then I will seem like I'm the biggest expert. Well, here you go. All right. So there is a large statue of David, and you rub the toe. What? There is Cleopatra's boobs. Oh, yeah, that's a good At one. the barge. At the bar, yeah. There's the glove of Joe Lewis near Mesa Grill. Okay. There is the, uh, I think, a finger or hand of Caesar as you enter the casino. Mm-hmm. One of the more iconic statues. Yeah, yeah. And then a couple other, I don't, a couple others I don't remember. See, those all sound like bullshit to me. Like, like what? Rubbing something for good luck is bullshit. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling it, Scott. Have you ever loving mine? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tear the walls down on the on this entire institution. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a time-honored tradition to rub Cleopatra's boobs. Well, see that so, one. I'm actually ashamed I've not done that. So uh, that one I get. I can get behind that. That is a. A true Las Vegas ritual. It's like rubbing the asses of uh, on that bronze statue, crazy girls. Yes, I buff those to a high sheen, Mister. <laughs> I've seen. Awesome. So now we've learned something. We're going to have to move on to the news. Starting us off, it's the official 360 Vegas Vacation 2. Yes. While much of what we originally said would be the planned events are the same, a few things have changed or they have been refined. So we also wanted to acknowledge and or make sure that we acknowledge those who are officially on board as event hosts. All of this information is available on the blog 360VegasPodcast.com under the 360 Vegas Vacation 2 tab at the top of the page. So starting us off Thursday, June 18th. We have like 18 days left too. Woohoo! Oh, it's gonna be awesome. All right, June 18th at 1 p.m. We're gonna meet up at the Yard House in the Link Promenade for lunch. They are an official host event. I don't know where I'm going with that. Clearly, clearly they're working with us. I can't really shoehorn in all of us. They're going, hey, surprise! <laughs> The Yard House is... I love the Yard House. Here's some interesting trivia. The Yard House is three times better than the Foot House. At 3 p.m., we're (laughs) off to O'Shea's for beer pong, craps, blackjack, just hanging out in general. I've never played beer pong, so I'm actually looking forward to this. Although, Brian is a savvy veteran at beer pong, and he has encouraged me to not actually drink the, the beverage. Like, don't put the beer in the actual cups and have people throw the balls in them because that's really gross. They bounce all over the fucking floor, and then you're going to drink that. So it's kind of like put put cups of water in there. I'm like, oh, hey, look, you got it. Now drink this beer that's safely over here. So I think that's what we do. Completely agree. I have not uh, played it, but I know that I don't want balls in my beer. <laughs> 5 p.m. <laughs> We're going to meet at Link's Pork Ashore for the Super Stretch Limo ride, touring the Strip, and ending up downtown. Now, the cost per person will depend on how many people show up 
but the cost won't be any more per individual than it would be to take a cab ride downtown. When we end up downtown, we're eating dinner at 6 p.m. at Nacho Daddy. Then at 8 p.m., group gambling on Fremont Street till you just can't take it anymore. We're going to play slot races, which we've talked about before. Are you familiar with slot races? Uh, no. Oh, you're going to love slot races, Scott. Here's slot races for you. You get a group of people together. This, is, this has to be the old uh, one-armed bandit slot where you have to hit the button three times and then pull the actual lever. So what you do is everybody gets together. Y'all put in... Y'all? Jesus, I've been in the South too long. Everybody puts in 5, 10, 15, 20. Everybody agrees on the same amount. And the idea is whoever loses their money the fastest calls it. Everybody has to stop, immediately cash out, and give whatever is left to the guy that lost first. Now, the way you've got to play is you've got to, every single spin, you've got to hit your bet one three times to get the max bet, then pull the uh, lever, then hit the three buttons. So the whole time it's like, boom. And the funny thing is, is you'll see somebody end up hitting a jackpot like they're almost done. Like going, oh, fuck, I just want. <laughs> so. so the winners are losers and losers are winners. Yes, yes. First person to lose everything they put in the machine gets what everybody else had not lost at that point. Uh, and I must say that since my day job is uh, that of representing Fremont Street Experience, I love the idea of any competition where people are losing money in video machines. Uh, surprisingly, Scott, <laughs> the properties are just lining up for this. <laughs> it sounds like fun. It is. It seems it's like it would call, I would be twitching afterward. I'm looking Anything forward. that's fast and pace where money's involved, I, I end up being twitchy and disoriented. <laughs> so it sounds like a blast. But ultimately, you're trying to win. It's just it, it's it's messing with your head because to win, you have to lose. Yes. The psychology of it is you'll start having negative reaction to jackpots. <laughs> right. So, we do kind of have one out rule we came up with uh, at our first event, and that is you can tap out if, let's say, because obviously we're playing max bet, there's a chance that at any moment one of us could end up hitting it big. So we have a rule where you can tap out, and all you've got to do, you know, you end up hitting couple hundred dollars, thousand dollars or whatever, and you're like, whoa, whoa, I'm not fucking giving this. This isn't part of this game. You can tap out, and the penalty is you have to pay that person, the eventual winner, you have to pay them what you bought in. So if everybody paid in for 10 bucks, you have to give them all 10 bucks that, that you bought in for. Oh, that sounds fair. I think I'm going to suck at this I can't wait to play it. The last time we had an event... That was shortly after my snowboarding accident, so I still couldn't I couldn't move my shoulder to play, so I just had to root everybody on. I was very envious. Looking forward to it. <laughs> well I'm gonna I'm gonna hate it because I can't lose. I have too oh, much mojo. Well see there you go. Yeah. I hit uh, last night at the Cal two thousand four hundred dollars. Boom! Bing! Boom! Look at you. Wow. You're a baller. We don't exactly <laughs> know where we're gonna play. Odds are it's going to be someplace like Downtown Grand, the Deer Plaza, something that's fun, something that we, we want to draw your attention to because that's really the whole concept of this vacation. So, so that's somebody with lack security. <laughs> so if you get kind of loud, they're not going to boot you out. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's a casino. <laughs> you, you really have to be an ass. Trust me. You really have to be an asshole to get thrown out. <laughs> Trust me. I've been there. Right. <laughs> All right. So that is day one of 360 Vegas Vacation 2. That's day just two. day one? Yes. That's day one, buddy. <coughs> Friday. That's a lot of entertainment value. Yeah. Friday, June 19th. Here is our biggest change. Now, part of this entire vacation was inspired by the idea of getting a cabana. However, 
Electric Daisy Carnival has fucked us in a big bad way. And the prices for cabanas are just completely unreasonable. And I cannot, part of, once again, part of 360 Vegas Vacation, the concept is that, you know, I fancy myself as something of a, of, a, of a pro in visiting Vegas. So not only do I know where to go to have the most fun, but I know how to make your money go further than you would expect. And part of the idea is we could do same thing with the super stretch. We get a bunch of people together. We could do something awesome. It's not going to cost you any more than a cab ride. Well, when you get a bunch of people together and get one of these cabanas when they're reasonably priced, everybody's chipping in like 20, 30, 50 bucks, and you're getting prime real estate. You're goofing off. You're drinking. I mean, they got bottle service. It's it's a whole thing that I'm like, I think it'd be amazing. I can't ask people to pay what we would have to pay to do one of these. So we'll tack it on to a future Vegas vacation when the prices are a little more reasonable. So instead, what we're going to do, 10.30 a.m., breakfast at Planet Dailies. I figured it'd be a fun, like, part of the allure of a cabana is the hangover stories, you know, listening to what you did the night before. And I'm like, this is still going to be very similar. Not to mention, we've talked about how phenomenal we think Planet Dailies is in general. So it's really folding in another experience with people as far as dining goes. Now, and nobody's getting up at 10 10.30 a.m., so it'll just be you and, and probably the... The uh, waiter or waitress. Scott, I demand that you be there. <laughs> I have never been anywhere Scott, at 10.30 a.m. Scott, you will be there for me. Never. My grandma died. I showed up at 11.45. You no, know, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but. Who does funerals at 10.30 in the morning? It's ridiculous. Sorry. Didn't mean to be yeah. last killed. There. <laughs> that was an uncomfortable rant. <laughs> Sorry, grandma. Right. Okay, so while we aren't doing a cabana, we are still going to do poolside gaming at Flamingo. I've reached out to them to let them know that we are coming. Legally, they can't stop us anyways. But I, I, the reason we set times for all these things is because we understand Vegas is Vegas. If somebody's getting hot at a table and we're like, hey, we're leaving, and you don't want to follow us, that's fine. That's your prerogative. But we just want to let you know when we plan to be somewhere else. So let's say, ah, I don't really want to eat at Nacho Jet. At Nacho Jetty. Nacho Jetty. Oh, it's so good. Nacho Daddy, <laughs> if you don't want to eat at Nacho Daddy. Well, you know, all right, well, they're going to be eating dinner at 6. So I'll just meet up with them at 8 when we go do you know, group gaming. So that's why. I we... like that. It's, it's rigid but flexible. Yes. Extreme. My girlfriend loves that, too. Mm, many, many. Hey, yo. <laughs> no, I like that there's a, a schedule, but that it's kind of, it, it is flexible. Yeah, it just gives you an idea I'm... where we're going to be. So if it's like, oh, you know what? I'm kind of done with this table or whatever. What's going on? Oh, shit. They're all going to be at Planet Daily's here. I mean, I'm just, I'll, just, I'll meet up there. Yeah, we got good feedback. People like it. Cool. So as we all know, legally they can't stop us. But I've touched base with them to let them know if people fall behind and they show up to just reference that you're with 360 Vegas and you're going to game. They can't stop you from getting in in general, but they're not going to challenge you. All right. After that, 5 o'clock. Dinner at Twin Peaks, and like what, I said, what? they My are not only, thing. Uh, accommodating us. They're giving us all free passes to climb the rock wall, which I think is just going to be ridiculous. I'm totally doing it. Absolutely. Can't they just let the waitresses do it, and we could all just watch? That's not the fun part. Well, okay, that that would be funny. Thank really argue you. With that. <laughs> I'm an insider, a yeah. Vegas insider. I can tell you what the fun parts are. See if we can't try. Let them climb the wall. <laughs> And then at 7 p.m., group gaming at Tropicana. Tropicana will have a craps table set aside with $5 limits just for 360 Vegas vacationers. Friday, $5 limits at 7 p.m., Tropicana. Huh? That's awesome. That's, that's the kind of fucking clout we roll with. 
right. And it's probably the last time you're going to see the stained glass ceiling because no. these buttheads who bought it are probably going to tear that No, they're not, out. Scott. Stop it. You stop saying such things like that. If you say it, it won't happen. So that's why I keep saying oh. it. Oh, yes. They're going to rip it out. Absolutely. He's totally right. We need more press releases about this <laughs> happening. Let's break ground. Oh, we got to break ground, Scott. That mean, <laughs> that means it won't happen, at least in the last couple of years. <laughs> We're Penn National Gaming. We come in and ruin things. Do, 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 do. Hey, they did a good job. No, they did, no, the they did a great job at the M. I'm just making fun because if you say it, it won't happen. Oh, I keep forgetting. See, you're, we're a good team like this. <laughs> and then lastly, 8 p.m., we're basically just going to let the night take us wherever it takes us. We'll probably end up at Secret Pizza at some point. Lots of group gaming, more slots, more drinking, more epicness. I'm so super excited about this trip. Uh, and possibly the back of a police car. Hello. <laughs> no. A paddy wagon. Well, that <laughs> it would be an epic story. I just don't know if it'd be epic good times. No. And that's Twin it. Twin Peaks. That another inside it. tip at Twin Peaks. If you know people are climbing, you got to go up to the upper level to take a picture because that's it's a misnomer that you should look up and take a picture. That's uh, uncomfortable. That's, that's a cleavage. Go upstairs and shoot it. Shoot down. That just paid for the price of the of this podcast. <laughs> that tip. I don't. I don't like that you keep degrading the value of it. <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm saying it should be a paid download. You do it for free. It's like a bonus in life. It, it is. I firmly agree with you. My show is is a gift to this world. That's right. It is. And now that I'm on, it's a double gift. There you go. No one's going to argue gift. With that. <laughs> <laughs> No one will listen to. <laughs> and that. Is 360 Vegas Vacation 2 in a nutshell. All of the adventures are, of course, subject to change, but this is where our adventures will be. That is a great uh, schedule of things to do. I'm aware and of it, but thank you for If people have out. not tried some of this stuff, they definitely will want to. I love Nacho Daddy. Obviously, Fremont Street is awesome anytime, day or night. I don't know. Playing with a group is just, there's something fun about that. Especially the energy crafts. is oh, higher. Epic. You can it's, it's, blame the losses. It's unlike on the anything the, in, in gaming is when you're playing with, in a craps table with a group of friends where you're basically literally rooting for everybody more than just because you want to win money, but just having a good time. Oh, that group, group craps is awesome. Yeah. And then there's the one guy who you thought was your friend. He starts betting the don't side, and then you get to kind of talk about him behind his back. It's right. Great. Like, hey, can I, can I talk to you for a second? You get out. Here's you group. fucking get out now. Shield the hell out. I have I have the clout to have you removed from this place. In my imagination, I have the clout to have you removed from this. I just want to acknowledge you're here. Anymore. And if you don't know craps, it's a great time to learn because oh, if yeah. you're intimidated by craps at all, I assume the people coming to the 360 Vegas vacation are seasoned players. Well, we but taught everybody. We taught a bunch of people at the at the first one, so I imagine we'll have some more uh, some more rookies. It's a great time to learn. So much if fun. you invest in betting on five, six, eight in the field, the Iron Maiden, the Iron Cross, I forget what it's called, but try that out. This would be the time to do it. It's like a like an ATM broke. Money just flies at you. You'll have to protect your face because there'll be so much money coming I'm, away. I'm not sure if that's accurate. I just want to put that out Shh. there for the record. Ixnay on the questioning my gambling <laughs> expertise. <laughs> it's a guaranteed winner. This podcast will refund any losses. Oh, hit, see, during, and that's where I got to cut you off. Uh, during an iron cross. I will turn back. your mic off, sir. <laughs> I will do it. I have that ability to do, sir. <laughs> All right, move on. 360 Vegas Vacation 2 is going to be epic. And I 
may deem it worthy of my presence. <laughs> well, you put a lot of work into this, and I think everybody better be appreciative, or I'm going to go that right. shit. All of you, all of you better appreciate it. <laughs> you ungrateful sons of bitches. <laughs> I'm planning your good time, damn it. Yes. Be thankful. Are you, are you, are you not having fun? Are you not fucking having fun? Get out. <laughs> Immediately leave if you aren't having as much fun as you can possibly have. <laughs> you will have it now. We have a fun quotient we're trying to meet. Right, all right. <laughs> all right, we have more news items, you know. We do. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of buzz kills. <laughs> the Riviera suicide. Yes, Monday, during Riviera's liquidation sale post-closure, a 48-year-old woman jumped from the 20th floor of the hotel to her death, landing near the pool. While it wasn't specifically stated, the pool in question appears to be the long-forgotten rooftop pool over the casino that was never used due to leakage issues, or at least all the photos and the various articles were showing that that is the pool. So, The incident happened around 11.30 and caused the sale to shut down so that stricter, so that stricter security measures could be put into place to avoid a similar incident. The death has been ruled a suicide. Here's a question I got for you. Can someone that kills themselves be accurately described as a victim. They kept referring to to this this woman as as the victim. Yeah, they're a victim of gravity. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> and if Sir Isaac Newton was still around, that son of a bitch would have a plethora of class action lawsuits against them. Yeah, that's sad. I don't. That's kind of a freaky thing. But it, you know, when a when a uh, casino closes, everything must go. It is sad, but in 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 the darkest sense of of humor. If I was going to go, wouldn't that kind of be a cool way to go? I mean, obviously, yeah. it doesn't really mean to you know anything to anybody after the fact, but I don't know. I just think about you know in, in a world where that was that was actually an option. I'm like, oh my god, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go, I'm sailing off the top of Vegas property. Although yeah. I don't think it'd be Riviera. That'd be oh, that'd be super sad. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Well, the pool it didn't get a lot of use as a pool, so <laughs> there you go. I don't know. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Poor Riviera, like they're just on a, they've got a skeleton crew of security during the liquidation. They don't want to have to be thinking about people jumping off of shit. Well, and I thought there's additional security measures weren't, I don't, I don't know, they're like, oh, we got to get your name and we're going to put a, a little wristband on you. Like, is that going to prevent you from hopping on an elevator and, and nope. going a little higher? I don't think so, but I understand they had to try and do something, but there you go. Sad. I, I for one, am happy that the security was lax there after they closed because I, I know you are. Got into the pool. <laughs> I stole some some of the tiles out of that pool. There have uh, there have been I'm many of people who got some very unique photographs that they were able to share thanks to that lax in security. Yeah. So if one person had to die, so we got those those gifts. It's it's a fair trade off. Somebody's yep. pissed that I said that, but whatever. I know this is being rather irreverent. Well, thank you for ignoring my joke about. At the liquidation, everything must go, and it's a suicide. <laughs> I hate having to revisit my jokes. But I, I, I like that you I that love. you revisited a failed joke. I appreciate you refusing do, to do, let do, it go. Do, do, do. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there has been a Las Vegas subway proposal. Could you please tell us more about it? Yes, and I'm so interested about your thoughts on this. After two and a half years of meetings, the Regional Transportation Commission of Southern Nevada shared their recommendations for the future of transit in the resort corridor. Among the various short and long-term plans detailed spanning the next 20 years, it called for a light rail subway to be built, however, not from McCarran. 
and despite plans to extend the monorail to Mandalay Bay as well as a station at the Sands Expo Center, there are no plans to extend that to McCarran either. In fact, there are no plans to make any changes involving public transit from the airport to the Strip. Now, as easy as it would be to be cynical about this, logistically that does make sense considering all of the individual options a visitor has when they arrive at the airport. But that being said, I don't see how a subway system would be any better use of money than just expanding the monorail, unless they expect this to be the the, the subway to be the primary use of transportation for residential. What what are your thoughts? <laughs> here's a here's a less expensive option, and just as likely to happen. I think everyone should be transported by unicorn. Ooh. I would like unicorns to take tourists from McCarran Airport to their hotel rooms, and their hotel rooms can be filled with, with uh, I don't know, candy filled corn. with whimsy. Whimsy? <laughs> whimsy and candy corn. <laughs> Your resort fee will now get you unlimited whimsy. Yeah. <laughs> They're never building a subway I, in Las Vegas. I totally agree with you. There's no, never. no way. It's, no the, it's like some moron sat around there like, let's spitball some ideas. What are the dumbest, least likely things to happen? And let's put it in a news release. Yeah. I know, a subway. Yeah, there's absolutely no way. Like I said, unless, unless their plan calls for, and by the way, it doesn't, but unless their plan called for this being the kind of spidering out into residential area. That I could see, because then you've got the various people living in, in the burbs or in the surrounding area that work on the Strip that would then just take the rail in. But that is not what their plan is. It's basically the same thing as the monorail. They're just going to shove it underground. Oh, let's take a visually gorgeous backdrop with these properties and the mountains and all that stuff, but let's travel underground. That's what people really want. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They... They would have had to do this early on, you know. Way early on. Some visionary would have had to do it, like, in the 60s or something, back when back when you could build things. Right, yeah, bef- before the incredibly heavy properties that reside upon the land now aren't using what is currently under there as their uh, infrastructure. I, when you kind of got that, fuck, even Disney, when he created that whole labyrinth of tunnels and whatnot, that was before they started building. <laughs> they dug, built that then started building stuff on top of it. Doesn't right. really work so well the other way. And you know what they didn't do was try to build a subway in sand. It's a desert. <laughs> right. It's sand. <laughs> right. So there you go. No, there you go. It's not happening. No. Although, do you ever think, I, I will forever cling on to this. I know that obviously they are going to do some expansions to the monorail. Do you ever see that thing going downtown? I think it'd be huge. Oh, I think it'd be yeah, amazing. That's a long Do you think it will actually between, happen? You know, between uh, SLS and downtown, that's that's a big-ass stretch. I, I, I just don't know that anybody has the, the the gumption to spend that much money. I think it's for, more likely that at some point it'll wrap around the entire strip. I can see that happening. That, that seems like it has a, a logistical, realistic shot of happening. But I, I agree with you. As much as I would like to see it happen... That's a lot of ground to cover, especially when you consider it would basically have to be express at that point because there's, you're not stopping off in between there. Just taking me right to Freeman. I need crack on the way downtown. Right. Oh, can we, stop? can we stop? I'm so out of crack. crack. I didn't realize it. Damn it. I need to get married, find a hooker, and get crack. <laughs> Here's a special thing that I saw between SLS and downtown the other day. Mm. There is a store 
I think it has strippers in it. Uh, it's kind of like an adult store with stripping good and toys. And what they've done is they've rigged swings. This is out in public, and they have r- rigged swings from their sign. And they put young women in these swings at various times of day. Seems dangerous. And they just swing. And it catches your eye, and it reminds you that there are strippers there. But I, <laughs> and swings. I have not seen anybody writing about this, but I find it an interesting marketing strategy. When someone falls off one of those swings, I promise you, they'll, they'll write about it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you ruin everything? I don't ruin everything. I'm a realist, Scott. It's who I am. Unless they have proper harnesses in there, and then they're, they're not going anywhere. Well, the harnesses cost extra, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got now, uh, we're moving away from whimsy to the real world with our prop bets. The news is sort of this other thing, and the prop bets is another thing. Did I explain that clearly? That is awful. You're terrible at this. <laughs> prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. Mm. Is that better? It's far better. That's why I wrote it that way, Scott. Boom. <laughs> All right. Read. Do your part. I go first? You do. In an attempt to grab a few more douche dollars, you're putting words in my mouth. I wouldn't call them douche dollars. I, I am, dollars and you did. from you... people who are douches. Read okay, it. Okay, in an attempt to grab a few more douche dollars, Dre's is taking over operation of the lobby bar interlude the lounge is part gaming part open seating and other than encouraging no i'm not you will I'm read not it reading what read it. written here read i'm winging it, it uh not ex- much is expected to change not even the hours of operation they're encouraging date rape or at least they're the, the crowd that and he does we that. don't talk about rape on this podcast are you how day. long have you been listening <laughs> you're insane on the flip it's side aspirational <laughs> On the flip side, Vital Vegas is reporting that the planned MGM Hakkasan partnership to develop resorts is dead. Ooh, that's some inside scoop that you won't see anywhere else. Take that, Johnny Katz, and take that, Robin Leach, and take that, Howard Studs. That's um <laughs> for the for the record, gentlemen. I that that I didn't write. That that Scott Vital no. Vegas Triple Glass, all of those said that. So. No, people know that you no. wing no. what you've written. No. What, you had to stick to what you've written the whole time during prop beds? Well, no, simply be, that's I, not happening. I, I'm saying, I'm a guest host. as you burn bridges, Scott, I'm not I'm not traversing on those bridges with you while you do it. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Anyway, so, yeah, MGM, Hakkasan, uh, that was a big deal at the time they announced it. They were going to work no, together wasn't. to build these hotels around they, they the were world. Try- City Center, they were trying to do that with the Harmon. It was going to be the, what was it, the Light Group or somebody? Somebody else was going to do that, and it didn't happen. I, I, this, none of this is going to happen. This is very dramatic, though. No, it isn't. MGM has had no luck with partners lately. The the Rock and Rio thing collapsed. The um, this Gumball three thousand thing tank like bad things have been happening. Poor MGM. I I feel sorry for them because they're trying to partner with people who they're like, hey, we should have we should have this event jointly. Yeah, but they're partnering they for screwed. big, huge, stupid things. They what? They they're partnering on big, huge, stupid things. Oh, so you're saying it's they're not showing good judgment. It's like they're yes. dating. But they're I, going I, I on. almost think they look at it like going, "Oh, here's a crazy idea. You know what? I don't want to put all our money in it. Let's get somebody else to put some of their money in. We'll put some money in. We're not putting it all in there. Who else? Who else wants to get in on this? So that way they don't completely lose their ass. Yeah, then it fails. I feel badly anyway. <laughs> I feel badly. 
I uh, am going to read this one, though. Good. It's been reported that despite the show's predictions and against conventional wisdom, the crazy girl's bronze butt statue will be installed inside Planet Hollywood. I didn't hear outside of Sin City Theater, but they said it would be inside uh, the building. Yeah. And that's a, another Vital Vegas exclusive. Yes. I love that you I um, mean, I get follow me on social media. That, <laughs> I get that you want to, especially in a, in a large property like that, you want to put the statue in there to kind of draw attention. I just think overall it kind of degrades the uh, the, the lure of that statue. I could be wrong. No, that, it should be out on the street. Yeah. But that thing is is a bear. The I saw oh, I ten guys it. almost yeah. herniate themselves trying to move get I that thing it. onto a truck. So. Absolutely. They're right. gonna do it again too. Yeah. I I think Planet Hollywood is they know that this show is not gonna have a, a long run there. So I think they don't wanna invest in like I thought they would make a big deal out of it yeah. and do a you know, a news conference with installing it outside. But the decision to bring it inside to me means a vote of no confidence in, in the show. Yeah, it's, I mean let's be honest, the, its run was as long as it was because it was at the Riviera. Yep. I mean they, they didn't really have anything else. Right. Moving on. Frankie Shintas, or Sintas, or whatever the fuck it is, his show has finally closed at the D. Uh, it was their longest-running show in D history. I, I don't want to get too much into it. I've, I've, I've never been a big fan of his. I mean, he just always came off to me as fake, just overly, over-the-top, uh, too much energy, like a, like a, like an ADD kid without Ritalin. Like, it just... <laughs> Well, they, uh, he's a, nice, sure he's a guy, nice guy, and sure they is. have a place in Vegas, I think, because the lounge acts are yeah. kind of this, this staple of, of entertainment. I don't know that... It, that in, a, you know, in a full-out showroom? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, the, there's just something kind of cheesy about it now that's kind of like these impressions of... Yeah, know, and, and like, like he would get into these random rambles about... Uh, you know, and make sure to, you know, call your parents or something. You only got one set of parents. You've got to make sure you love them. Like, all these, like, fucking preach to me. Entertain me, motherfucker. Well, entertain me and remind me that I haven't called my parents. No, no, wow. don't. Talk Read about another buzzkill. Read it. <laughs> all right. At Melts Vegas, my friend Mark, M-E-L-T-Z Vegas, is he also does a website. Edge. My something? God. Edge My Vegas. God. Read is, the line. Is reporting, he, he probably got this information from me, so we might as well just credit Vital Vegas. Is reporting that the NHL plans to announce that Vegas will be approved for an expansion team sometime between June and September. If approved, the team would begin play in 2017. Do you think it's going to happen? Well, my sources months and months ago said it was, but there's been a complicating factor, and I think it's that they had a lot of trouble getting people to to plunk down dollars for these 10,000 yeah. tickets or whatever they were doing. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm back on the fence about it. Everybody that I know at, at MGM said that it was happening long before any of these efforts to, to gain support. Yeah. So I don't know. I I just, I, I was pretty sure it was. I think it's important kind of the that they, they build the proper parking for residential folks, uh, this whole idea of using their parking garages is dumb. It's just not going to work. But I, I, I just don't know that Vegas is big enough to sustain a team like this. I, I don't know. There's no... I don't think people are really clamoring for it. It's yeah. freaking hockey. I think everybody got so excited about it being a professional team, but they forgot it's hockey. That it's hockey, yeah. But I, I would agree. I think basketball far better fits 
the biggest market if any professional team does. Yeah. I mean, I have a friend who uh, who plays hockey here, and they can't get 40 people for a game. I mean, this is like, I don't know what's magically going to happen. Yeah. The NHL is probably smarter than to just you know, go into a market where it might struggle or fail. Right. So they might come up with an excuse of why it didn't, why it didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, something falls apart. They just don't expand at all. Yeah. According to an advisor from Cosmopolitan's new ownership group, they have plans to add a new lobby bar. However, no word if that means Vesper is out, if they're going to expand Vesper, or create a secondary bar. And if they're going to create a secondary one, I don't know where they're going to put it. Yeah, I say more bars. No one's going to argue with that. Especially at Cosmo, because they do bars right. Yep. Rather than accept the repercussions of cheating people for years, <laughs> cab companies in... I love what, the way you write. <laughs> cab companies in Vegas protested the Nevada Transportation Authority's approval of Uber to operate the market in an attempt to discourage the gover- governor from signing the bill. Good luck with that. It did not work. It was signed on Friday. When reached for comment, the 22%... <laughs> you read this joke. <laughs> When reached for comment, the 22% of people who get long-hauled annually said Vegas cab companies can go fuck themselves. Very nice. <laughs> I have absolutely no sympathy for these pieces of shit. None whatsoever. <laughs> They're not. You yeah, did no, this. No. Oh, no, I'm not, not saying the cab drivers. Let they are hard-working, oh. foul-smelling people. It's not Quite the often. cabbies that I blame. It's the cab companies that force them to do these long... It's not like these people get more of a cut if they drive you further or take a longer way to go or whatever it's but you know whatever tough shit they don't no they don't i don't think cabbies would do it unless they was they get a piece of that action oh, Scott. and i think it's the saddest part is that they people that are listen to podcasts or read they they know to ask the right questions, but it's people from well, overseas. I think a lot of foreign it is, tourists No, you are right. Are it is tricky. They'll, they'll often ask you, uh, so just fastest way, whatever, and the fastest way to them isn't necessarily the cheapest or the most direct way or the shortest distance. If they get to travel 65 mile an hour on the freeway, that's faster, technically. Yeah. Well, I do that all the time in my own transportation. I will buy, I will drive three times as far to, to miss red lights. And uh, understood, and understood. But ultimately, they have to know that everybody, of course, wants the cheapest ride. So. Well, I've been hearing really good things about Uber lately yeah. since this has gotten going. Uh, my sister took a, took a ride from Summerlin, which is west of the Strip, to the airport and saved $30. To me, that's that's huge. My only concern is I know you have the ability to rate the driver and the driver can rate you. I'm not a chatty guy. And I, I my concern is people are like, well, he was kind of a dick. I wanted to have a conversation with him, but he wouldn't talk to me. It's like, I paid you to drive me somewhere, not to fucking have a conversation. Yeah. That's my only concern. <laughs> Las, Vegas Inc. <laughs> Las Vegas Inc. is reporting that the former operators of the Riviera, of the Riviera have been... You'd think I was drinking my ass off today, wouldn't you? <laughs> I am just fumbling every fucking word. Las Vegas Inc. is reporting that the former operators of the Riviera have been approved to manage Westgate. Fingers crossed Riviera did close due to location and not because of these guys. Yeah, I've got to go with you on that. They did not, I don't think they brought a lot to the table. Somebody on the Twitters the other day said that they took the Riviera from the red to the black. But I just wasn't seeing a lot of 
a lot of innovation there. So yeah. I, I did a tweet where I said, look forward to innovation, being sarcastic. And somebody was like, yeah, they do innovate. They, <laughs> they help the Riviera a lot. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, text doesn't necessarily convey sarcasm as well as, yeah. as you and I would hope. <laughs> I just hate being confronted with my with having to learn more about things. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas Chatter is reporting that Palms is no longer offering poolside blackjack. For a list of all the properties that do offer it, as well as Swim Up Blackjack, check out our Vegas Virgins tab on the blog. And lastly, in place of Simon Kitchen and Lounge, Cafe 6 is now open at the Palms. This is the second Kerry Simon restaurant to close in Vegas since it was announced that the chef has multiple system atrophy. That is correct. I have been to Cafe 6. I'm not shocked. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend works there now, so I tend to go to things uh, more often when she works there. She works at the Palms, not at Cafe Six. It's uh, they have done nothing to the decor, so they haven't. Uh, I think they probably will, yeah. but they haven't really transitioned to anything different than menu, what was yeah. there. Yeah. The menu is kind of reminiscent of Carrie Simon's menus, where it's kind of quirky. There's a the first thing that leaps to mind is a um, it's kind of an ice cream burger, so it's like a bar, like a an Eskimo Eskimo bar, whatever you call it, and it actually comes in a bun, like a hamburger bun, and then kind of a fruit roll up that looks like the cheese. So it looks a lot like a burger, but you have to kind of just knock the bun off because you're not going to eat bread with your ice cream. I don't think it was very good. Some of the other stuff was like uh, I had a meatloaf burger that was wrapped in bacon it was quite quite delicious and juicy and they've got just kind of a quirky menu and i think they just decided to bring bring the place in the house but they wanted to have kind of the a little carrie simon legacy going on with the with the menu so it's quirky and yeah it's disappointing they, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of his it's disappointing to see him moving away from the market i'm surprised they they're letting the the one at harris go oh that HB. burger place is amazing yeah, it's pretty good stuff. So I don't know what I don't. It, the whole thing is a little confusing because I know he's he's very ill, but I didn't think like it. I don't. Would it matter if? No, I thought if, the exact same thing. Does it matter? It's not like he was there cooking anyway. Right. Yeah, so there's got to be. To me, it means the restaurants weren't doing all that great. The one at the Palms is kind of. It's at Palms Place, so it's not even really at. Oh, see, I didn't the realize Palms that. Palms proper. Okay. Yeah, it's up by the pool at this other building. So I, I can't see it as a real high volume place, anyway. Yeah. So I think they just realized, you know, we're we're doing this as a licensed kind of thing. Right. Save some money. Yeah, that we don't need sense. to. Right. Yeah. But at Harrah's, that actually was one of the bright spots. At Harris, so I don't really understand what his. I feel badly that his health is failing, but I don't know what his health failing has to do with having a restaurant. When you have executive chefs who kind of, they know what they're doing. He, he, uh, Carson Kitchen downtown. I hear he comes, but it's not like he's yeah. in there making food. So I, I don't understand. I'm with you. You would think that financially he would probably he could probably use whatever he can get. You know, like his medical expenses are huge. He's got 24-hour care now, like a in-home care. Mm -hmm. And I hear he can't even talk all that well anymore. So it's sucks. it's very sad. And, and maybe he's just trying to simplify things, you know. Yeah. But he seemed like a good guy. Whenever I was around him, he was always hitting on the woman I was with. 
<laughs> so that's my memory of Kerry Simon. And that's uh, what you define a good guy that seems kind of like a dick. Well, it, everybody says he's a nice guy, so I'm just going to go with that. All right, fair enough. Yeah, he literally would hit on a girlfriend as I was standing there. I don't, I don't feel good about that. <laughs> Having said that, true, but I don't feel good about it. Yeah. All right, we're moving on to playing Vegas. Playing Vegas is a part of the show where we share touring acts and artists performing next week in Vegas. On Thursday, it's White Snake performing at the Joint at Hard Rock. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $35. Tawny Katane will be there, riding around on a car, and she it will be wheelchair accessible. I don't believe that's accurate because she's an older woman now. That was Fr- that Friday. Was the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band is at the Golden Nugget. The show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $32. Kids in the Hall are at Treasure Island. The show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $66. And on Saturday, Roseanne Barr is performing at the Venetian. Shows start at 9.30. Tickets start at 50 bucks. Oh, coming attractions. Now, this is a part of the show where we share acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. Remember, you can support the show when you shop at Vegas.com and get discount prices on shows, nightclubs, flights, and just about everything Vegas, including a best price guarantee that will alert you if room rates fall below what you paid. Just go to 360VegasPodcast.com, click on one of the banners, and go about your purchase. 360Vegas and Vegas.com, everything you need to get ready for your next trip to Vegas. We have commercials. How did I do? (laughs) That was brilliant. I was so happy. I'm like, I wrote this, but I love hearing you read it. (laughs) So our favorite coming attraction of this podcast is Dropkick Murphys. And why? Because they're performing free at the Fremont Street Experience on the Third Third Street stage. Do people know where the stages are downtown? I don't know. When I before I know I do, but obviously the stages were. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. But they're based on which street intersects with Fremont Street Experience. (laughs) Hence the name. They weren't very creative. (laughs) So down by the Golden Gate is Main Street stage. That's because it's right on Main Street. Third Street is the one that goes between... uh, It goes... Third Street and Fremont? Right. But it goes between the D and Four Queens. It's the street that runs toward downtown Grand. That's Third Street. And then First Street is the one by... Binions and mermaids. So now you know. Everybody knows. So you know where to go. So Dropkick Murphys, that's July 10, starts at 9 p.m., and it's free, 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 free. I did that. That's my gift to the 360 Vegas audience, free admission. You know what they should do? If people are at these concerts and they listen to your podcast, they should tweet me, and I could probably get them, like, a VIP pass. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's how you prevent yourself from being edited out of the show. Hey, yo! <laughs> well, there you go. Tweet at Vital Vegas. Is that, is that what it should be? I don't know. I don't know. Which do one? it through uh, FSELV. That's the Fremont Street Twitter account. All right, so I don't it, know if I can really if do it. If you're at one of these events, seem like a cool guy. And you, and you got nothing else to do, go ahead and, and let at FSELV know on Twitter that you're down there and that you are a 360 Vegas listener. 
and uh, Scott might or might not be able to do something for you. I'm Worth pretty a shot. sure it, it can happen because, like last Worth night, shot. Uh, it was Vertical Horizon and Tonic, and somebody tweeted me like, "I wish I had VIP," and I just happened to have a couple extra. So I'm like, meet me behind the stage nice. and come into my van, and we're gonna make a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Always a catch. Always. They love their VIP. It's a pleasant catch, I'll tell you that much. I've been caught. and it's and these aren't these uh, wristbands that some people get. These are actual lanyards, Ooh. and I love me some lanyards. Cottonmouth Kings and Head PE are at the Hard Rock Pool Friday, June nineteenth. Show starts at nine p.m. Tickets start at twenty-five dollars. Paula Poundstone is at the Orleans Friday and Saturday, June nineteenth and twenty. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at 22 bucks. Charlie Murphy is performing at Golden Nugget Friday, July 3rd. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $36. Carlos Mencia is at the Orleans Friday and Saturday, July 3 and 4. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $33. Well, that, that joke doesn't doesn't fit there. It's on the Chappelle show. You ruined it. Jay Leno is performing at the Mirage Saturday. <laughs> July 4th, show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets when I want your opinion, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Who? Jay Leno. Yeah. Oh, the other guy. The non-Letterman guy. Yeah. Did you finish that one? Yeah, I did. I oh, July 4th. I mean, you trampled on it, but they, they got the point. Sorry. <laughs> we actually have a couple of free shows on uh, July 3rd and 4th downtown. I don't think it's been announced yet. You Are you fucking it? kidding me? We announced them last week. No, 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 and no. you were on that show. No, no. Nothing's been announced for July 3rd and 4th. Oh. I know this because it hasn't been announced yet. Oh. Anyway, it's called, it's a group called Madison Rising. And Madison Rising is a group that does rock versions of patriotic songs. And they actually have had a couple hits with, I think they're maybe on the country charts, but they play like this very unique takes on songs that everybody knows. And so it's since it's July 3rd and 4th, it's patriotic time. Well, there you go. There's a 360 Vegas exclusive. I know it's not it's not exactly drop the mic. Lee Idol or something. Don't forget you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report in our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. We got our first one. Listener feedback is in the river this week, and we got our first audio review, and it comes to us from April Strong, our winner of the Who Wants to See Frank for Free contest, and here's what she sent us. Hi, this is April from Cincinnati, and I was the winner of Who Wants to See Frank for Free contest. My husband and I saw Frank, the man, the music show at the Palazzo Theater last weekend. We weren't sure if we would like the show or not, if it would be boring or not, but during the hour and 45 minutes of the show, we absolutely loved it. Um, The show transported you back in time. Bob Anderson, who played Frank Sinatra, he actually became Frank Sinatra and talked to you as if he were him and tried to just transport you back to a different time in Vegas. He was an excellent singer, had mannerisms like Sinatra, put all kinds of emotion into the songs, and you really felt like you were in a Sinatra show from back in the 60s or 70s. 
the orchestra was especially great. A lot of the members were fairly old, and we found out after the show, as Bobby Anderson explained, that about half of the orchestra and band were actually members of Frank Sinatra's band at one time, including Vincent Falcone, who was Frank's musical director. So we thought that was pretty neat that the show would go to the time and expense it must have taken to bring back these people. Um, there were a total of 32 members in the entire orchestra, and um, they were just fantastic. The show kept moving. Um, we weren't bored at all. They threw in some different scenes so that it wasn't all singing. He would tell stories, um, a little bit of a reenactment of a recording session, and a few jokes. Overall, we enjoyed it. I'm in my 40s, my husband's in his 60s, so it really did span um, some generations there. Of course, there were uh, quite a bit older, too. And at the very end, Bobby Anderson introduced himself as himself and sang a song in his own voice. And he also introduced Dina Martin, who happened to be in the audience, and that's Dean Martin's daughter. So that was another just nice thing to see while we were there. Anyway, thank you so much. Um, we enjoyed the show. The tickets were great, and I definitely would recommend it to whoever you know might like to see something a little more historic. That is awesome. Thanks so much for sending that, April. Happy to hear that you guys had a good time. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm, uh, I've, I've got plans to go see it with a friend while we're in Vegas running up to 360 Vegas Vacation 2, and I'm looking forward to it. I like the, uh, it kind of like, this is obviously the closest I'll ever get to actually being there and I like that, that this guy kind of tries to make it as authentic as absolutely possible so I'm looking forward to it yeah he he didn't have to go the extra mile of like doing two hours of prosthetic makeup right <laughs> you know yeah. like I think people would have understood but he, <laughs> he really wanted to make it as real as possible yeah it's pretty cool all right so to close the show off and the river segment we have so happy for these. <laughs> we have a few questions to get you ready for 360 Vegas Vacation 2, brought to us by longtime listener and friend of the show, John Williams. And uh, John's got several questions that he's asked me. I'd like you to read the questions, and I'll tell you my thoughts on them. John Williams, the guy who scored all of those great Spielberg movies, yeah, that guy. has written to your show. He's I'm a big stunned. fan. What? You shouldn't be. I'm really good. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I love his work. Uh, so, do I get to answer these questions? No, you're too? not answering these questions. Give it's... my thoughts no. on them. No, I get to give my thoughts. Well, I suppose you can give your thoughts on what it is I'm saying. I'm like the people who attend the thing. You're well, the you're okay, the, that's, the grand that's, that's emperor. Fair, of the thing. However, but these, I'm like these a, questions a, were directly man. sent to me for me to answer. So oh, you can give your feedback, God. Scotty. But uh... <laughs> all right, number one. Yeah. When we first meet, do we shake hands, fist bump, or brug ho? I, <laughs> bro, bro, <laughs> I would recommend that you treat it like a first date. You got to read my signals. If, if, if it looks like you can go in for the kiss, go for it. But if I pull back, you should be embarrassed. Okay, you got the first one wrong. It's fist bump all the way. Germs, germs, germs. You're in Vegas, you're touching coins, you're touching slot machines, you're touching prostitutes, fist bump. You know who does who fist bumps? The little guy, Lucky's at O'Shea's. He won't shake your hand because he gotten sick so much, so he fist bumps. So I think the fist bump should be a, the official greeting of, oh, God, 
Okay, number two. Scott's opinions are his own and not a reflection of the 360 Vegas podcast. <laughs> oh, wow, now you distanced me from the Okay, to get good service, is it okay to drop the 360 Vegas podcast name or to point at you and ask, do you not know who that is? <laughs> Absolutely. However, many vendors think that they're funny and they'll pretend like they don't know who I am or what you're talking about, but they know. <laughs> they know. You know, I get laid a lot by saying, do you know that I occasionally co-host on the 360 Vegas podcast? He's not lying, folks. The ladies love it. Mm -hmm. Come over here and test my microphone. <laughs> Number three, what flavor Gatorade do you prefer? It's very sweet of you to ask, John. It is lemon lime, but uh, from time to time I'll go fierce and uh, have a strawberry or a melon. But lemon lime's my go-to. <laughs> I have never had Gatorade. Well, I... Dehydrate pretty badly in Vegas, so I've got to got to stay hydrated. Hmm. I drink more Captain Diet to hydrate. Well, that's, that's four, what gets what? me in trouble, Scott. <laughs> is is those types of beverages are what what dehydrate me so? Whatever. You have no number recollection four. of anything we do or say on the show, do you? Uh, do I what? No recollection of anything we say or do on the show. <laughs> no, oh. I don't care. I want to drink more. Oh, Scott, that hurts when you say so. Drink more. I want to drink. No, just about this specific oh, thing. Oh, fair enough. Absolutely, yeah. Don't let your water try and dilute my liquor, buddy. <laughs> Number four, at any time, is it okay to ask, don't you think you've had enough? I'll be disappointed if there aren't multiple times in which it's okay to say, don't you think you've had enough? However, I would also anticipate the response being no, regardless of how factually accurate that response would be. <laughs> I think I resent when people ask me if... If I've had enough. Well, clearly they don't know. <laughs> like on maybe for you, I'm a professional. Yeah. Like I've I never had too much. I one time got home and saw my car in my garage the next morning parked sideways. I still don't think I had enough. That's impressive. <laughs> That's just impressive. That's a skill. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Number five, when mocking people, is anything off limits? All right, I'm going to do this one a little more seriously. There are limits. <laughs> but but I will say, and I honestly live my life like this, I proceed as if everything is up for mocking, and I leave it to the individual to inform me when I've stumbled into no man's land. So no holds barred until somebody's like, dude, I just came across the line. Like, oh, dude, all right, sorry. And then no, there's no, odd, there's no awkwardness. We just let it go. Move on to the next jokes. I think that's a good policy. Yes. People, I think sometimes people get offended and then kind of hold on to that yes. and, and resent it or get angry. I'm like, dude, how would I know what your, where your line is? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I have my own. I mean, I, I do not accept people making racial jokes. Right. I don't like people using the R word. I have a big problem with that. So I definitely... I know I've uh, suffered that. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm a grown-ass man, and I can let people know that I have a problem with yes. it. And if they continue to do it to either piss me off or because they don't care, we don't hang out. Yeah, it's I would say that, that might actually be the real line, is respect people's lines. I mean, Proceed as if there aren't any until they're established. And then when they are, like, I've never understood that joke. Like, if you don't like a certain thing, like, like if I was like, oh, Scotty, like, dude, I hate when people call me Scotty. And I'm like, oh, Scotty, Scotty. I'm like, that's fucking, that's stupid. <laughs> it's not funny. I don't understand who thinks that's funny, but it, I, I don't think that it is. And, and I will show lonely, lonely people think that's funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> Number six, do you have any gambling superstitions like not saying seven at the craps table? Um, you better say yes, Buster. I don't have superstitions, but I would say maybe rituals. And I am quite aware of the idiosyncrasies of others. And in the case of saying seven, I tend to steer clear of it. I made that mistake once trying to teach somebody. I thought the fucking guy at the table was gonna jump me. I could not believe. You know, the other thing that I, that I learned to do, I, I'm curious if you do this. I had set a point and was doing decent, but uh, I tend to throw the dice really hard. I tend to be at one end and just chuck them uh, across to try and get them to hit the back, uh, the backsplash and then, and then come shooting back out. So from time to time, my dice jump right out. And I was still relatively green to craps at the time. And they, they jumped out. I didn't bother asking for same dice. I'd never heard that before. Where, for those of you that don't know, if your dice jump out of the table, if you call same dice, they stop, get the dice, the guy checks them out and lets you know if you're still allowed to use them. If you don't, they give you all the dice that you have the opportunity to pick from, and then you, you proceed. So I didn't know any better and got the got the next dice. And then, of course, I ended up crapping out. I don't know if it was the next roll, but it was pretty pretty soon. And this guy fucking chewed me out. Why the fuck wouldn't you be taking the same dice? I'm like, whoa, whoa, cash in my chips. I don't want to play here anymore because of this guy. But yeah. I, I, at the same time, was like, okay, once again, another ritual that I will allow myself to, to become a part of because let's be honest in craps part of the fun is actually the, the, the goofy rituals you go through yeah totally agree and they won't let other players call out same dice that's right the, the casino wants some time to look those dice over because they're paranoid about them being swapped out right right but I yeah I have quite a few and I think craps is the most superstitious Absolutely. game I think that's another reason people get intimidated because it's more seasoned players are really they are really touchy about some of that stuff it's strange because dealers all the time will will say the word seven when they're paying off bets like right. if you've got a six dollar six you're getting seven bucks so right. the stick man will say it to, to another so it's just I, I love those superstitions because to me fun. that's part of the game. Well, and one of the things that I will say is, especially for anybody who's new to the game, none of those rules will count. If anything, we'll just tell you, like, FYI, if you're at a table with people that you don't already know and have been hanging out with, people get a little tight about that. But have no fear when you're at any of the group gambling sessions and we're at a craps table. If, if you end up doing any of those things, saying a seven, we'll just let you know. You know, you're not going to get fucking lynched like you would in, in just a regular situation. But we'll just let you know, like, you know what? Some people get really tight when you do that. So I would recommend you not do that at a table unless you are that guy who somehow thinks calling Scott Scotty when he doesn't like it is funny. Yeah. And there are people who do it very um, politely. There are players, more experienced players, who will take the time to explain why. Yeah. They'll... but. Your exact example of the people who do things, even when they know it's bothering people, the, those are the don't players who get excited when everybody loses. Right. That those people risk life and limb doing that. At we'll, a, we'll explain at a, that. At we've 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 explained it on the Annie Up segment, and we'll explain it when we're when we're there. Anyone playing? But yeah, it's kind of while mathematically, technically, it's the better bet. It's also the one guy coming up to a table like I think all you fuckers are gonna lose. Like. Obviously, nobody likes that guy. Yeah, I've, I've left tables based on oh, I have too. somebody being a dick like I, that. I, I have done that, too, where I've seen somebody bet the... Especially if you're already at a table, having a good time, and this guy just shows up and does that. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a table clear out. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck this Agree. guy. And, the, and if people are playing and you've kind of gotten settled in at a table and some dipshit who's drunk comes in and starts to 
throwing down, you know, stupid bets. Like, it, there's a lot of things. Here's the thing. In gambling, everyone is looking for a reason for them for things going badly. So right. anything that happens is going to be blamed for losing. Here's some so, karma, uh, a karma story that you'll like. When we did the first 360 Vegas vacation, Monte Carlo had a, a designated area for us to just buy craps. It was just, just for vacationers. And after an hour, they, they opened it up and, and let one guy come in. I mean, as it was, we already had the table packed, so there wasn't a whole lot of room. But this guy came in and was betting pretty significant amounts on the don't pass and we destroyed him. I watched that guy lose hundreds in minutes because the table just happened to be going good and and it, it was almost like like all of our collective energy was just kind of like, oh, we got to kill this guy. I don't even care if we make money. We just got to destroy this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. I'm with you. I love when that happens. Yeah. Every, cause every craps player secretly loves when the dome players get crushed. Yes. Because craps is not just about making money. It's about having fun, and yes. it's fun when it's a team game. Absolutely. It's one of the few games where it's kind of a communal excitement. Yeah, yeah. You know, at a blackjack table, one person could be losing, and the person right next to them could be making a ton of money. Right. It's, there's nothing communal about that. It's nice when it when a dealer busts. Yeah. But at craps, when there's momentum going, it's some of the best times that I've had in Vegas have been when somebody's on a good roll, usually me, <laughs> and everybody is so excited. They can't believe that you can make money just by throwing some some pieces of plastic on a table, I, and I, money just pours. Because yeah, a, uh, once you, you start getting a good roll, you're multiplying, you're amplifying your wins by reinvesting. Right. So your wins get proportionately more. You don't need to have a four-hour Roll. You could have a 20 to 30 minute roll and just be like, holy crap, I'm making 25 bucks a pop. Every time these dice roll, I'm making 10, 20, 30 dollars every time the dice roll. We will That's always try thing. to have a dedicated, exclusive craps table for group gaming because it's just it's it's unlike anything. Yep, it's a it is a party, man. And don't say seven at the craps table. Okay, number seven. Ooh! Oh busted. Damn it. Do any activities have a dress code or are shorts and a t-shirt okay for everything? No dress code. However, I do encourage everyone to vie for my attention by whatever means necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Cleavage is cool at the craps table. Shirtless men are cool at the craps table. Just be careful. If you're a woman and you're wearing and you're showing cleavage, there's a little practice called short sticking. And that is when the dealer uh, with the stick, the stick man is pushing the dice towards why you. Why you, you ruin this? They why push it about this? halfway so that the woman has to lean over farther to get the dice. It's a mean trick that the craps dealers do awesome. because they're bored and they like boobs. It's awesome. So don't fall for it, man. Okay, number eight. Is it okay to take pictures and video while out and a boot? Absolutely, and highly encouraged. I also hold fast to when, when pictures are taken, the first is always a goof and then the second one's for real. Yes. There are special rules in the casino, but I say F the man. Take as many as you want until they tell you to stop. <laughs> yeah, until someone tells you to stop, yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting as people are chronicling this event to see which casinos are assholes about it and which ones are cool about yeah. it. Because some, Harris, you can take a picture anywhere in that casino as long as you're not shooting the cage, places like that. Right. Other places, they freak out the minute you have a phone out. Yep. Yeah. Number nine, is it cool if you don't drink? I understand all of the words in that sentence, but I don't understand <laughs> that question. 
it, it makes me uncomfortable. We that was your on. best answer yet. <laughs> Two thumbs up from Vital Vegas. Number 10, is there any time you should regret what you do? At all times, you should be aware of the shameful things that you are doing. However, you should in no way, or that should in no way, prohibit you from doing them. I'm with you. People need to review the credo of Las Vegas. <laughs> which is don't regret. Okay, number 11. If someone says we should all go and try to wake the praying mantis, should the rest of the group deal with them or should we leave it to you? That would be so pimp if everyone just descended upon a person who would actually utter that phrase in my presence. I, uh, yeah, I, yes, destroy him for me, for my entertainment. <laughs> You're talking about the one at Container Park, I assume. Yes, and the psycho hippie that runs it. Yeah, it's cool. No, it is not cool, Scott. We will cease to be friends immediately unless you retract that statement. Here's the sound effect. That's the uh, the methane thing. Anyway, how'd I do? Wow, that is... Why don't you like the mantis? That is, oh, no, I like the mantis. I hate the freak show that is, oh, let's bang on the drum. Like, the kid's doing it, yes. Absolutely. It's a cute thing that they're doing there. Oh, bang on the drums or we'll wake the manis or whatever. But when a fucking grown-ass hippie fucking tells me, when I'm like, hey, so what time does the uh, does the mantis go off? Well, we could actually use your help. If you go over and bang on the drums, you can help us wake the mantis. Mike going, I will destroy you if you ever speak to me like that again. I never heard that, but that's part of it. That's horrible. I just like the mantis. Well, I, I think the mantis is awesome. I just, uh, I, I see what you Scott. I, I've shared town project, uh, hippie. I, I, I have shared that I, I deal with rage issues me medically. I deal with yes. them, uh, or, or medicinally, I deal with them, yes. and uh, I don't believe I've, it, at least in recent memory, I, I'm, I'm going to go as far as say the last decade, ever went from zero to kill a man, uh, as, as I did with with that guy. I literally, okay, thank you, and walked away. Cause I'm like, I, I don't know what to do but i literally cannot see anything but red right now and i want to that seems so your rage seems a little random because that's a weird they're trying to make it fun it's the downtown project it's all very much touchy-feely and oh by the way the praying mantis originally was at burning man right no, no. so I, I that's a follow i follow your uh, your logic you know, here however optional when, event, when a so. grown man comes up to somebody like, hey, I just had a curiosity, so what time do you guys fire this up? Oh, well, you could help us wake them. That is completely <laughs> unacceptable in any way, shape, or form anywhere on this planet. Okay. And when you're in Vegas, if you hear the phrase, like if a, a young woman with a lot of makeup comes up to you and says, would you like me to wake the praying mantis? That might be something else. <laughs> you should just know that. There might be a charge for that. Number 12, if someone doesn't know basic blackjack strategy, do we help them or let them die? You know, uh, I, I, once again, I'm going to answer this one seriously. I'm, you're asking the guy that plays minimum bet at video poker, and I don't really care what anybody thinks about that. I just leave people alone. If they want, if they want to use my card, they want to ask a question, that's fine. But I hold fast to the, the mantra that the way I play determines whether I win or lose. If the guy next to me hit and he shouldn't have and then that card would have been mine, well, that card wasn't mine. When it came to my turn and I made the decision as to what I'm supposed to do, it's based on what the dealer has and what I have, period. I love you. <laughs> because I, I play with a lot of... It's very different if you're playing on the strip or downtown or if you're playing at a local's casino. At a local's casino, the, you cannot, it is so hard to have fun because everyone is so serious. So serious. I like to double down on blackjacks. I like to do it 
because I've got freaking $5 out there. Who gives a shit? I want to do something fun and different. I'm drinking. I'm doubling down on my blackjack. These people will never let you live it down. They make you feel like you're a horrible person, that you're an idiot. You know what? I know what the odds are. I know what the optimal strategy is. I'm doubling down on my blackjack. Yes, they have to call over the freaking pit boss to let me do it. I don't care. I want to do it. And if somebody's sitting next to me and they're screwing up, I'm like, if they want to just dump money, give their money to the casino, let them do it. That has nothing to do with my play. You're Not with you, Mark. Okay, that being said, you're a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> I like when people like to learn the game, but yeah. if they don't care to learn it, I think they still have the right to be. I'm a hypocrite on this because if I see somebody play, making really stupid moves, I'll probably leave the table. Oh, oh no, I have been in that. Like, like somebody yeah, if who you're hitting on uh, on 18 against a dealer four. I mean, there's there you're there are with the mojo of the game. It's, it's not that well, yeah, the yeah. math is getting screwed with yeah, or no, that the I, randomness I, of I the cards. You. You're just making there are there are instances where the player. Actually, I mean, it's very similar to a craps table. There are instances where win or lose. If there's just assholes at the table, I just don't care to be there. Right. Yeah, they're mucking with things that should not be mocked with. All right, number 13. And I can't believe that John Williams sent you a list with 13 things on it when we're talking about superstition and I, gambling. I thought that was really interesting as well. <laughs> number 13. Well, we be, maybe he meant uh, 13 to be a facetious afterthought as right. opposed oh, 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 to oh, the top 12 questions he was sending. So let's just not call it number 13. Here, I was going to say that. How about number 14 <laughs> let's call it a follow-up question <laughs> oh. will we be playing spot the hooker I, once again this is kind of serious um i've never been clear on exactly how you play it or what the prize is for doing so but i am oh, willing to learn listen mister you're gonna love the prize <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I am a huge fan of watching people and and you know people watching and mocking and whatnot so I, I'm down for any game that does that. I just, I've never been clear on how we go like, oh, that's a hooker. Like, how do we know? Does somebody actually go up and be like, are you a hooker? Oh, you're right, John. Hooker, hooker. I actually like that game. We should do that. <laughs> that sounds fun. Vegas, it gets very murky. Well, it gets very chippy too, anybody yeah. Anybody going into a nightclub, how do you define hooker? <laughs> we used to play, or we tried to develop a game that we called gay or European. And, and we just couldn't come up with enough, like, qualify. I mean, first of all, we'd never want anything where we're discussing somebody's orientation or race or whatever to be mean. Like, we, we don't we don't want to make fun of that idea, but it's it's one of those no, things. No, what would be making fun of that with a game called Gay or European? Well, hold on, I can't because imagine. a lot of Europeans dress very, I don't know, flamboyantly, flamboyantly? is the right word. They, uh, they like to dress. They like to dress well. <laughs> is the point I'm trying to make. And it just so happens to coincide with what a lot of American gay fashion. So that's why we thought it was funny. But ultimately what boils down to is we, it's the same thing with this hooker game. Like, how do we actually know? We don't, we don't unless you go up and ask them, like, are you gay or European? And you're like, that just seems inappropriate. So we didn't play that game. The whole thing is inappropriate. Spot, spot the hooker seems good natured somehow. Oh, does it? Yeah. Does it? <laughs> We you know weren't what's saying great? it was, it was good or tip. bad to be gay and or European. 
which actually was the bonus prize. Well, the, there is a ridicule aspect to that, I think. Okay, well, then the, you That's have That's my two cents, and I'm glad you didn't play it any, even though it was based on technical reasons. It's <laughs> 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 kind of morality. Well, no, 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 because I said we couldn't figure out a way where, even, even though we set clear ground rules, it was just kind of like, it still just feels mean-spirited, so let's not do that. <laughs> See? Reason one out. And yet, and yet, I'll, I'll, I'm constantly trying to develop a game in which I spot the douche or some. <laughs> well, it's not hard. <laughs> and throw a stone. Right, I know, right? <laughs> okay. Well, let me. Get, I wish I could think of a 14th question. I hate to end on 13. It just gives me a bad vibe. You know what? To be honest with you, I thought about cutting that whole part out because I'm like, <laughs> that game, like I'm telling it to you, and like you responded pretty much as bad as Karen and I were like, <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like we shouldn't do that. So uh, there's a pretty good shot. I'm just cutting that whole thing out. So. No, I like it. But here's question 14. <laughs> do I get bonus points if I wear 360 Vegas podcast uh, paraphernalia to a Vegas Vacation 2 event? I did not at any time say that I would be giving out points alone, let alone bonus points. Although I do like that question. We can end on that. That's a joke. That's a good one. Thank you. I can, I, I can at least. I, you're giving me something to work with, Scott. <laughs> oh, I give uh, John a lot of credit because those were great. They were. They were really good. All right. Take us out. Yes. All right. That's going to be it for episode 170. Is it really 170? It is. It's a round number. Uh, it's reason for a drink. Thanks to everybody for listening, downloading. We definitely appreciate it. And thank you for your patience with the uh, co-host guide, because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> if you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, 360vegaspodcast.com. You can support the show via PayPal donations, buying stuff from our merch store, zazzle.com slash 360vegas, or help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, and we love the audio because uh, that young lady who spoke earlier, that sounded cool. You can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. There you go. Always a pleasure. Looking forward to uh, the next month or so with you, my friend. All right. I will try to get my act together. We should definitely tape in the evening so that I can <laughs> I don't feel right drinking before noon. No. When I'm not in a casino. <laughs> but thank you for your patience and for inviting me back. And I look forward to it. I'm so glad I invested in this mic because my voice. And it was sexy before, but I'm pretty sure it's even sexier now. We'll see you next week. This is Las Vegas. The luckiest machines are right up in front. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't have to do that. I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>